0: What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is ShowNuff71, and your auditory canals are locked into season six, episode 20 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. as usual i am not in the digital studio alone along with me on my partners in crime we got des the bay area tara what's going on brother
1: not much you know just happy to be here talking about this uh this pastime, this hobby that we
0: all love uh playing games for sure for sure for sure and of course our show is a no-go without trader joe aka the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar what's going on brother
2: not much man uh, i don't know if you could take away my trader Joe tagline because i haven't been doing much trading as of late and i'm not sure if i'm going to be trading with gamestop any much longer so I'm say maybe. it isn't so <laughs> oh my god oh no but no'm I'm, I'm since this whole covid business I'm, I'm out out of sorts i don't even want to go to a gamestop. I went to a GameStop last week to go pick up uh, Fallout 76 for Desmond (laughs) and (laughs) I didn't ask him to Uh, oh I know but you know look at me over here I'm like you know hey it was on sale for only $4 hey let me go get you a copy buddy (laughs) so <laughs> I know, I know, I Gerald. You were out there smiling, listening to this. So it's all good, don't so. don't ask me. I didn't. <laughs> but ask for yeah, it. just just going into that GameStop, and that's a limited of limit of four people in the store because of COVID restrictions. And of course, you know, I got in line. Um, one person came out. Two people went in looked inside the store there's like seven people in the store it's like come on what the (laughs) you know and then i wound up in the store um and of course people you know i'm standing in my designated spot trying to get to the register and uh, people are browsing near the shelves near me and it's like not like staying away with a certain amount of feet of course so it's like you know i just don't want to deal with that don't want to like if i'm buying a used game deal with like where the case has been even though they've probably been in the drawer at the game stop but who knows
0: and so yeah Dude, yeah, I'm, Christmas I'm cool. shopping is going to be a nightmare.
1: Don't even start. Oh <laughs>
0: no! Oof.
2: What about Black Friday? Black no, Friday? No, no. It uh, better be.
1: It better be clear Friday because mm. I ain't going out.
2: be we true mm. blue Black
1: Friday. Is probably. What be. I ain't going out. Mm-mm. Have that. We we be sitting here playing the division for real. Talk about dollar flus and shit. No, 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 no. (laughs) That is not what's up. So I'm very hopeful that, you know, people do their Black, you know, Friday shopping online, you know, and just make it, you know, Cyber, Cyber, Cyber Friday or, you know, expand Cyber Monday or something because I can't, honestly, I can't see myself going out for anything
2: anything you know with 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 this COVID stuff going on nope yeah and you know we're not we're not sheep we are just basically just being what we need to be we try to you know protect ourselves you want us for the show so <laughs> yeah really? so
0: really yeah really but i mean yep. you're all you'll always be traitor joe i mean you you bought your first what is it your your first HD TV with a garbage bag full of games at at Best Buy. I mean, I you're oh, the yeah, right person I, I know who, who's done something <laughs> like that. It, so I mean, uh, you you've earned you've earned the title of Trader Joe, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Just okay, that. okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: So yeah, yeah, uh, it'll be like it'll be like the uh, I'll be retired like you know like in baseball put me in the Hall of Fame. And five
0: yeah, 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 you'll <laughs> be
2: I'm telling you dude, you know, you're you traders uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're uh they'll retire your jersey. You know, there you go. Yeah, just tell them stories about me and Kevin rolling to Circus City and Hollywood videos. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that actually might be a really good. Uh, that might actually be a really good kind of topic, you know, people talking about their best uh their best trade stories. That actually
2: might be really kind of fun. Never know. Who you knows? Know. Maybe we'll talk about it in the future, make it a main event. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. You know, to just have it be people just literally talking about how cool they were. <laughs> <laughs> you know how how cool Lip. they the
2: stuff they
0: did, you know? Think that. Sound like a bunch of old jocks at a high school reunion yep. talking about <laughs> the glory days. Exactly. Oh, remember when you threw that 30-yard touchdown? Yeah, yeah, I was a man.
1: Remember when you remember when you went out there to the Hollywood video? <laughs> yeah. Took all that stuff back. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Good old days.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It
1: sounds it sounds bad,
0: but you know it's true. Though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right, folks. First topic on the docket, as always, is gonna be the playlist. So Des, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man?
1: Okay, what have I been playing? Well, um I, 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 I. the siren call, the siren call, you know, has brought me home, uh, back to Monster Hunter. I have been playing Monster Hunter and I have been loving it, um, just for, I don't know what happened or why, I've just been really down with, uh, with Monster Hunter and wanting to play it. So, uh, that is what I've been playing most, mostly. Um, I have been enjoying the Iceborne content. I got it right when it came out and then slept on it for quite a while. I really don't know why I did that. Um, I don't know why it it I, I didn't play it at the time. I, honestly, I don't know why I didn't. So, it's kind of funny now that I think about it. It's like, why didn't I just play this game? So... So uh, that's what I've been playing. Um I've been enjoying it really 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 a lot. It's been so much fun uh looking at the the different armors, the different weapons, uh running with uh some new f- with uh, Ben and a new friend, uh lonely meat, you know, and these are all people that Kevin had been playing with because again Kevin has been, you know, playing Monster Hunter, you know, for you know I I don't think he ever stopped, you know. So he didn't venture out into anything else. So so actually continuing, you know, going back to it. I don't know what happened, you know. I just said, Hey, you know, we we I'd got my fill of uh PSO for for a bit, and then I started, you know, wanting to play just wanting to experience Monster Hunter again, and so I you know, put it back on and it was one of those and it's one of those things where now that i have friends and people who are like super high you know the game's all easy because i can just play it with them <laughs> so so that grind has been really kind of easy so so that's one of the benefits of kind of waiting but but i have been enjoying uh myself uh to to no end just playing um playing monster hunter and then joe of course you know followed suit he he came in and i was like hey so it was like the whole gang is here um and it's just been really kind of fun. Um, I played every new weapon, was learning every not every weapon, but I was trying to learn new weapons. And then I just realized I'm a sword and shield main. That's that's who that's what I enjoyed. I like the movement sets, I like the dodging. It's just it's just a very you know fun, straightforward weapon, and um, I really enjoy it. So uh, that's pretty much the game. That that has been taking up the bulk of my time, and I'm totally fine with that. I start. I've been trying to play the other games that I've been trying to play, and I say trying to because I haven't really gotten too far in them, or I've or I've, or I've stopped, and I've start st- I've started and then I've stopped. Has been uh, Pillars of Eternity Two, uh, Dead Fire. Um, still trying to play that. We took a little tour to todekin Two, the three of us, uh, but we haven't gone back to that game, um, and I think that we are uh, at some point. It's just Monster Hunter has has it's just been a little too strong. I Started playing uh, Wizard of Legend again. Um it's a nice little roguelite indie pixel art game. The reason why I've been playing that is because it's really fun just to pop it in. You know, it's like Dead Souls or Risk of Rain. You pop it in, you play it you play until you get bored, you turn it off. You know, that's that's what it's there for. It's a the fun little time waster that's really good uh i downloaded and started playing star wars battlefront 2 because it was free and it's 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 as it's it's as complete as it's going to be i'm playing through the story because it is canon and i am a star wars fan so i just wanted to see what happens will i play the multiplayer i don't know joe keeps asking me and i'm like i don't know Leave me alone. and then uh the last game that i've been trying to start uh, has been the nathan drake collection the uncharted collection nathan drake collection um because i have i have started one two one and two but i've never and i never played three and i feel like hey you know this would be a really fun little uh experience you know they're making a movie out of it you know uh the gameplay is fun uh, the story's supposed to be really, really good. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, this might be one of those. This might be one of those games that you can play when you know Kevin is doing something else and and Joe's you know doing something else and it's just I'm just I'm just on you know by myself. You know, I think it's be one of those fun little experiences. You know, just to kind of play through all three and then you know see how it goes and then maybe play the rest of them. I don't know, but. Uh, the last time I played the the Uncharted series, the first one, uh, Drake's Fortune, was was a couple years ago. So I'm eager to get back to it. But um, that's for PS PS4. And then I started playing my Switch again, and <clears throat> they had a really big Switch sale on the eShop, and so I went in there and and like you know spent some money to got a whole bunch of cheap ass games that I'm trying to play through. Playing through Gris fantastic game beautiful game um weird i don't know uh child of light has been interesting and a couple of other games i got i bought pine that was on sale um so yeah just been really trying uh different different uh games have not gone back to uh xbox again i I just don't know there's just nothing there's just nothing on the xbox that 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 i feel holds my attention for for a long period of time not to say that you know all i mean all those games that i just mentioned save the nintendo games are on you know um xbox or at least a lot of them are so so there's no reason why i can't just you know switch over and play those games on on xbox but it's just i don't know i i just feel more comfortable on the on the ps on the ps4 and and on on that you know um on that uh on that system and no again no offense to microsoft or you know xbox it's just i feel more comfortable playing this playing playing this system and and i think it's just you know brand loyalty call it what you want but it's just this is the system that just kind of like you know makes me want to you know play
0: it so. Your pony, your pony. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to say that, but uh, well, yeah, maybe. Well, let me let, let me ask you this, Dan. Yeah, I want to I want to I want to I want to circle back to something that you said about the Switch and sure. getting getting games on that. How do you uh, curate new games when there is a sale on the Switch side? Are you looking at? some youtube youtubers yeah. and getting ideas from that or are yeah. you just literally going through the store whenever there's a sale and doing mm-hmm. it that way
1: no there are two specific channels that i watch and i'll give them a shout out the first one is switch watch uh it's funny because all the people that i watch are from england so it's really kind of funny um so uh one of the guys is again switch watch it's a couple of it's like three guys and um i they do a really good job of saying what physicals are coming out what imports are coming out what e-shop sales are happening um and they release them on like saturday sunday and monday and so so i usually you know (laughs) in the morning because it's you know they're in britain so there's a british standard time they will you know post you know eight hours ahead and then by the time i wake up it's already there so i'll like I'll, you know, I'll roll over in bed, but get out my phone and I'll watch one of their, um, I'll watch the show. And so that's how I, that's really how I pick up on most of the stuff that's coming to um, limited run games. That's coming to super rare games. And they have a whole bunch of like, they showcase a whole bunch. Well, two guys live in England. I think they're brothers. I'm not sure. And then one guy's in Hong Kong. And so, um, and so I watch them and uh they give me like it's really cool like they're they're really good about it they show gameplay from the trailers it's a really great um uh it's a really good uh series on on youtube so if you guys don't um if you guys um don't know about them, you should really check them out the uh the other one that i watch um and i i don't watch them as as much but i do watch them it's called uh switch up and they are another, um, another Nintendo, um, um, YouTuber that does mostly, uh, YouTube-type stuff, um, just as good, They, they literally do the same, the same thing as, uh, Switch Watch, it's just, I started Switch Watch first, and I kind of like I don't know the 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 cadence of the voices of the Switch Switch Watch guys are just a little bit better. It's just it's just a preference that they both have really great content. And if you're looking for information about the Nintendo Switch, you could definitely go and look at it. And there's one other person that I that I watch uh, every so often, um, and he had a he had a uh, he had a a um what was it? He had a um. A really good in with nintendo but i guess he's not working with nintendo anymore and uh it's uh beat ups is the other person and he does a lot of stuff with um uh with nintendo switch as well so those are the three main main things that i watch uh to learn about what's coming out on the switch and so they will post you know great games that you should be checking out especially on the sales because the sales happen a lot on nintendo eShop, and it's funny because everything, I me mean, it seems to be like everything is on the eShop now. Like I it's it's a weird thing, you know, how Nintendo was what Nintendo is doing. It's like you could buy a cart but you can get everything on the on the eShop too so it really is this kind of like do you want it cheap or are you a collector so there really is these two kind of thoughts around Nintendo about, about about how you want to experience their games so there's there's a couple of things that I've collected you know thank you Joe. He helped me collect a couple of things too that I've gotten from Super Rare Games I'm waiting on something from um uh sorry from I'm waiting for something from Limited Run. So, so Keep again, waiting. I shut, shut up.
2: <laughs> well, I'm waiting too. I, I bought the same game you did.
1: I know, so. but but again, Nintendo is really weird. They they it, it's a they do have a bit of a gluttony of games, um, um which is great because you have a lot to choose from, but sometimes that makes it hard because you have a lot to choose from. So you kind of have to, and, and and there's a lot of like indie games, which I think is fantastic, you know, but not all indie games are created equal so you gotta you gotta do your research and thankfully these guys are doing them doing it for for me because it makes it much easier so
2: yeah check them out there's a there's a couple of threads both on what cheap ass gamer and also on Resetera that covers the sales every week and so yeah. they have people in there commenting about certain games and recommendations and so on and so forth so like I know, I just picked up an indie game um, for nine cents. That's on the eShop right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw that. Good <laughs> recommendation. So, I think it's called Elliot Quest. It's like some uh, independent, like indie game from like 2017. But the uh, guy is just, I guess, the creator of the game is just letting letting it go for free and letting everyone get to experience his game. You know, nine cents. Yeah. Now, if you have a PC, I think it's on. Uh, uh it show, i think is the name of that indie website and believe itch io oh, there you go yeah yeah <laughs> so it's free on itch.io. there as well so yeah <laughs> it's
1: <Itch.io. laughs> uh i love it but again that's all that i've been playing um again this week has been really just like every so often i'll have a week where i just start exploring all my games and i just play like a ton of games to see which one sticks and then for a couple of and then for, like, a couple of uh, weeks, I'll just play, like, maybe one or two games. So it just happened to be that this was that week. So, uh,
2: so Joe, what have you been playing, buddy? Well, since we didn't talk about Playlist last episode, pretty much this is from the last couple of weeks. And so... Um like you stated, I have we've all been playing Monster Hunter World Iceborne in This Once you dipped in, I dipped in too and I have not come up for air uh yet with anything else. I have not played anything else. On there, I did play a little bit this past week of Jedi, um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. On there, um, I was kind of experiencing a little bit of uh reluctancy with the gameplay loop with the uh blocking and whatnot. I just need to leave it on uh normal difficulty and not dial it down to story mode and just kind of get used to it. Just um, you will. on the first, on you the will. first. Area I was uh, trying to explore, and because the enemies that are off the beaten path are a little bit more powerful on there, it was just a rinse and repeat where I just was not getting into the minutia. And I almost wish in a way, because the game started off with a story sequence, and then you're able to kind of learn the controls uh, by going to a particular area to go... um, do some welding on something and then from there there's a, a story sequence uh, once you're caught and you're running away from the um from the empire uh, you being a uh, you know a jedi in hiding on their spoiler alert <laughs> on there that uh, they're kind of had an easy sequence where you were just trying to get used to the combat a little bit and got through that okay it's just i almost wish you know just had more of a thing where I could go into a tutorial and just sit there and play around with it for 20-30 minutes to get the beads down but I think from what you said Desmond and other people have said as soon as uh, you level up everything uh, the um, gameplay actually becomes a lot easier so. yeah. force push becomes
1: your friend like seriously yeah. no lie you're just force pushing people like left and right you become kind of a bully too you're just like force push you get away from me force push you I'm done with you force push you <laughs>
2: Yeah, as far as the game game itself, uh, it seems like it's cool. I mean, I like the graphical fidelity. I love that there's a setting to encourage frame rate versus, uh, you know, all the bells and whistles graphically on there. So I put it on that mode, on there to see what frame rate I could get out of my PS4 Pro, on that. So, but I'll continue to tinker with it. But it's just a library game, so I have like another. <laughs> 10, about about two weeks with it, so I'm gonna try to get back to it sooner than later and try to beat it. So I might keep it on story mode for that reason, but we'll see. Uh, now, I've also been playing Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, just like Dez stated, we just played around mainly with the single player on there seems like it's okay ps plus game for june so i mean it is something that you know i might dip back into try to beat a couple more missions complete the single player campaign and then see if there's anything of value in multiplayer i'm not the biggest star wars fan so we'll have to see on that business and uh, as far as um division two i have not played that in like i would say a good 10 days um i still want to get through that content on there um playing the warlords expansion of course so I'm almost to the third section and try to get Aaron Keener basically so I got one more boss to go so I will dip back into that and then uh Fancy Star Online 2 and then Crackdown 3 both on the Xbox are also games I've been playing on there, uh, PSO two is, is fun. It just seems like we kind of faded out on it multiplayer wise, and I haven't really gone back to it since we've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. Right? Is there something with PSO two you just wanted to take a break, or is there something to where you think it might be a longer break than the <laughs>
1: usual? I have no idea. Still, all, I, you know. I, I don't know. I, I, again, it's one of those things where um, I, people just run hot and cold on on certain games, you know, For and sure. I just. You know, it's a fun game, and it's a free game. It's just, you know, there's, I just feel drawn to other other games, you know, at the moment. Yeah, for sure. So.
2: Yeah, as far as Monster Hunter, though, I mean, um, I've just been enjoying it. I was trying to do Longsword, but I think I'm going to stick with my bread and butter, just like Des with the Sword and Shield. I'm sticking with my Switch Axe for now. It Once I get to a point where I feel like I'm bored using the Switch Axe, once the game kind of gets kind of samesy is when i'll probably mix up some of my weapons i do also run dual blades at times i've been trying to still keep a good six, couple sets of dual blades just to kind of bring out in the pinch especially if we're going to fight something like uh like a, a kaku cuckoo or <laughs> or uh, something where it's just a real simple boss, possibly, on there. You know, whatever I could bring to the table on there. But the thing about Monster Hunter that's so great is that you could play the game for uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours, and then, you know, obviously switch your weapon, and the game plays so much differently on there. Yeah. uh, It's almost like you're almost learning the game again for the first time by switching weapons, and there's so many weapons to choose from. So it's just... Yeah, I know you're getting a lot of uh value gameplay, kev, by rolling different weapons, right? As far as learning different
0: weapons. Yeah, um, I've been Rockwell. I started the game out using the bow. Yeah, that was that was what first attracted me to the base game. Uh, once the valve Valve Taroth and the Jiva raids and missions were introduced. I started seeing how crushing, particularly the Safi gear was. Like the Safi Jiva gear that I have for Bo, and it's not even it's uh, I don't have a set completely meted out yet. But this thing is knocking out Elder Dragons left and right. The one that the one that, that I believe it's the ice element. Uh, it's knocking out it's knocking out elder dragons left and right uh, my bow my Safi bow for um water can can i i i can solo toestra with no problem master rank level toestra you know uh, it, it, it is so strong, and all the the Safi class weapons are, are very strong. So I've kind of I've I've gone and I'm looking at longsword again. Uh, I'm still kind of green around the gills with longsword because there are some techniques and dodges that you really have to master to get proficient with it. And I'm also messing with uh, light bow gun. And my only problem with light bowgun is that there is a uh, customization mod called uh, Dodge Reload or Slide Reload. One or the other, I can't remember which. And basically what it allows you to do is to continue peppering your target with ammo. And every time you dodge, you reload your weapon. You reload whatever uh, ammo that you're using. And I think that's really neat. Um, so I've got a pretty good, pretty neat uh, light bowgun build, so I'm going to explore some of that as well. I've been kicking around the idea of trying Greatsword. you um learn that my, tackle. Yeah, my only problem with Greatsword is that it, it, is that it well, no, I think you can block with great sword. You
1: can, but it takes. You chip. can, yeah. It's not you very take, effective. Uh, yeah, it's not effective. You take chip damage. We take chip damage whenever you block, but it's just, yeah, it's all about powering up. Tackle. Yeah, the tackle, and then skipping from from one one power to two power. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I want. I wanted to like. I wanted to like great sword because I was a great sword main for quite a while, but i'm i'm a classic great school great sword main where it was a hit and run type of situation and you do not do that anymore that is not that is not um meta <laughs> so i'm just like no I, want, I don't want to do that like i just want to i just want to do what i used to do please let me do what i used to do but but that's kind of where it is now with that
2: all right, Kev. What else has I mean, you've been playing? Because I'm done as far as talking about. <laughs> that's all I've been playing. So. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, aside from uh, Monster Hunter, I've been playing ManEater. I've gone back and messed with that <laughs> some more. You really want to love that game? I want to. It, it's like it's like Kakarot 2.0. I I really wanted to. I really wanted to love Kakarot. I really want to love this game it's getting a little bit easier to love because i got my first offensive evolution which makes absolutely zero sense i have bioelectric teeth so not only as if i swim through the water now um uh, i can proc like and even i don't even have to bite anything i can proc a uh an electrical current of some sort that kind of goes through the water. (laughs) you know a very limited range and I can do damage to whatever it is that's in my immediate vicinity Uh, I mean this game makes absolutely no sense I mean later on you can get like there's like the bone there's like a bone shark where it looks like something remember that I don't know if y'all are old enough to remember this this thing called uh, Street Sharks which was like like a, a, a rip off of the Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles, a horrible cartoon, a horrible toy product, just, just, just trash. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of the evolutions that are in this game remind me of like Street Shark renditions. Like you can put like uh, bone fragments on your shark and make it immune to or or resist bullets. You can do you can do all kinds of stuff so it, it's one of those it, it, it's just one of those games that I really wanted to um, I, I really wanted to love and I'm working my way through the limitations of the, the lack of a hard lock on and it's just I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it a little bit more now I'm still not a full grown adult I'm a teen am a teen I'm a teen shark so. <laughs> with the all, electric teeth. <laughs> you're, you're angsty shark kid. Yeah, so I'm going through my rebellious stage apparently. So, um, but yeah, shark I little John, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Chomp. Um, but yeah, I've been That's I've silly. been messing with that, and this morning, uh, I popped the top on Last of Us Two. I'm not in a I'm I'm not in a position because I mean I'm I'm literally maybe like an hour maybe uh, maybe about an hour hour ten minutes or something something really really short into that game but man um, no spoilers but the th- this game plays a hundred and ten times better than the original just in the short amount of the short amount of. Time that I've spent uh, Last of Us, the, the original Last of Us stealth was a big part of it and when you were forced out of stealth because you were discovered you really didn't have a whole lot of options uh, I mean you, you had a couple of options but in the, in the long and short of it you really didn't uh, they changed that, this this game is still relies he- heavily on stealth, that is you know, I say, <clears throat> when I say rely um, I mean, you can go in making noise if you want to, but it, it's it's for you, it's in your best interest to remain as quiet as possible. But the options that are available to you when you are discovered are,, um, uh, like I said, 110 times better. And they're very simple. Uh, whatever character you're controlling, you can hit L1 to execute a dodge. So as you're, if you're running up, if you're sneaking up on something and it turns around and sees you and it comes at you and attacks, uh, pressing L1 at the appropriate time will make your character dodge out of the way. Uh, pressing square will execute an offensive attack, uh, usually with some sort of uh, either blunt or sharp object that you already have in your hand. And that system, as simple as it is, for this type of game, is very effective. Like uh, while I was doing, I was going through this area with an AI-controlled uh, uh, character, um, and I was discovered while trying, while in the process of, of of trying to sneak up on something. So I'm 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 alerted. So the the thing that I'm trying to take out. Turns around and comes at me. So I'm dodging, doing strikes, dodging, doing the strikes. And the thing that's come, another thing in the room is coming up from behind. My AI partner says, Behind you. And I'm able to switch the camera around and dodge out of that other thing's incoming attack. And this, something like this was just not really well executed in the first game you got you got busted by more than by more than you got seen by by two or more things in the first last of us it was game over you're you're just not going to make you're just not going to survive that unless you have a whole lot of ammo saved and 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 you know uh, if you if you've got no 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 ammo you're you're just sol from the first game because melee was not very good this game they fixed all that uh at least up to the very admittedly uh brief amount of time that i've spent i'm seeing some story char- some story elements you already kind of come into place with some characters that that are being introduced and i i, I like it um and man this game is beautiful this game is beautiful. This is uh, just um, man. It's just like I need. I need to get a 4K TV. I mean that, that that's. I mean I'm playing it in 1080p, and it looks and it looks drop dead gorgeous uh, now. But I really need to see. And I I've I've said this about so many other games, on PlayStation. I really I, I need to to see get a a 4K panel. To see what's what's really going on uh, in in the in these visual presentations, because there are some vistas already. There's a there are some vistas that I've come in contact with that are just absolutely breathtaking visually. Um, so uh, I'm sure that the game is going uh, to that, that is is going to get better from here. So, uh, but that's really all I've been playing. Uh, this 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 past this past week since our last recording, so having a lot of fun. But I'm really I'm really looking forward to getting more and more into The Last of Us too. So for sure. So our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. Mm-hmm. So, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off, let our listeners know what's been uh, rocking and rolling in the games industry.
2: A lot of stuff going on, but we're going to kind of cover some things that kind of hit home with us on there, because, you know, obviously since we last recorded after the PS5 reveal, I mean, we've had like PC gaming show, we had like uh, a lot of IGN coverage uh, on there, and so we're just going to kind of cover the things that kind of spoke to us a bit. So, uh, first thing on the docket is uh, basically something that was uh, leaked prior to the PC gaming show, but uh, Atlas and Sega have brought out and ported Persona 4 Golden on PC. So, uh, for the low low price of 1999 you are able to go ahead and fire this bad boy up on your uh, pc device it features uh, english and japanese voiceovers and then also english japanese korean and traditional chinese subtitles there's also a digital deluxe edition for the game that includes a digital art book and a digital soundtrack for 24.99 um if you look at the any number of the different key selling websites like green man gaming and uh, uh fanatical that you could get this game even cheaper uh from there so so just to put the word out there you know, a lot of people have been asking almost begging for persona to come to the pc but uh, it's not going to be persona 5 at least not right now it is persona 4 golden on there so any interest, Kev, for you to double dip on this thing? Has it been two a year and a day since you played the Vita version?
0: Uh, it's been a while, but no, I I still have the Vita version. I if I want to play Persona Four, I will just go back to that. Um, I I guess that's I guess that's great. That's uh, great that PC folks are going to get a chance to play. The, get a chance to play this i did not see the the whole thing but it seems like this was the highlight of the show from from what i gathered from what i was seeing pc folks talking about Uh, there was
2: a few other things of note it's just nothing that i know the guy that initially developed daisy is doing a new game called icarus that looked pretty interesting but it's going to be a free-to-play survival game on there and obviously it doesn't like kind of hit our wheelhouse per se i've never touched daisy before i'm not sure you know if i'll be able to hit that up on there and obviously there's a quite a a few different little announcements uh, during the show for Uh, Some indie games, especially on the PC side that, you know, it's cool to notate, but at the same time it's like, it's nothing where it's going to be like tentpole, like hardcore news per se on there, so.
0: And I think the thing that's missing from these PC shows, the thing that's really missing from these PC shows is I want to see a game that says I need to get the most intense hardware i can afford so i can see this game in in it in in all its in all its glory and there's not there just isn't a pc exclusive you know using using my my metric for consoles i'm just not i just i've never seen it you know and it's really, and it's funny because this, from what I've seen, again, I haven't watched the whole show, you know, I have watched hardly any of the PC, the, the the PC showing, but if Persona 4 Golden is the, is, is was the highlight of that thing. <laughs> it's the new hotness. <laughs> is that, if that's the new hotness, I mean, it, you're really making a strong case for, it's like, do I, do I need to, uh, to get this this this, this fifteen hundred dollar video card? I'm I'm I mean, if 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 you're the type of, I mean, obviously you don't, you don't need the high high end CPU, you don't need all of that, you don't need any of that stuff to enjoy PC gaming. I understand that, but. I'm the kind of I'm the type of guy when I do something I want to do something to the to the to the best of of my budget. And I was really hoping to see something that says, Man, this is why you need that AMD, you know, uh, what's it Threadripper or whatever that latest CPU is. This is why you're gonna want either that AMD uh, new video card or that are that that Nvidia RTX uh, three thousand series GPU. And nah, I don't need that to run Persona Four Golden. I, and it's like, nah, not really. No, um, uh, it's just like I, I, am not, I'm not seeing a very, a very strong case for for that high end PC gaming. I don't care about Dota. I don't care about uh, uh, any other Moba. I don't care about Fortnite. I don't care about any of that stuff, uh, and I'm. is it it, i mean yeah you can say well you know all the third party games are going to look you know all that more spectacular on a high-end pc and it's like yeah but you know i'll be looking at you know four or five you know possibly six hundred dollars on a new on a new on a new console versus the you know nine to twelve hundred dollar range of a high high-end video card I, for these games i'm just not seeing it
2: yeah nah. it doesn't I make mean, any sense we we'll rock whatever you're gonna rock keep whatever you're gonna play and if uh, you find a game that you want the highest video fidelity then go and do that then you know don't let the the video card be the impetus to upgrade let's whatever you're playing well that's the games i want to see
0: the games the games need to be the impetus it's the same way i look at pc gaming the same way i look at console gaming you need to show me a reason why i need to go out there and buy that new box and it's the same way with pc gaming you need to show me why i need to go out there and and plunk down you know eight nine a thousand twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollars for this gpu and four five six seven hundred dollars for this cpu so i can't cause so i can see game x in super the greatest mode when that game is going to play well enough on console yep just depends it's
2: on, going on what to you play want well
0: enough on console
2: yeah. yeah but you're you're running a 1080p
0: tv i mean you're not caring about 4k and all the bells and whistles but i will be having a 4k tv uh, the one yeah. i want just hasn't been released yet so the the 4k pan is not a matter of i'm i'm not i is like i don't have one i will have one and when i'm thinking about you know when i was thinking about it Looking at looking at you know wondering what PlayStation w- is thinking with 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 their actions moving forward and seeing what Microsoft has been doing with their actions currently and moving forward and thinking well dang you know maybe PC gaming is just going to be the way is just going to be the way uh, I may have to lean and and I see this Pete and I hear about rather again I didn't see most of it but. Freaking Persona Four Golden is the is the flag is the is the flagship of the show. I, I, I'm. I don't know if it was I, a flagship.
2: I, I mean, there was I, I can't, three I can't. that was shown. Godfall was shown.
0: You know, those games you, are going to play well enough on a PS Five or a Series X. They go. they will. They will. And and I, I'm not seeing. I want to see a PC exclusive that says. This is why you need this high end crap. And I and I just don't see it. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm not seeing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're gonna pay all the money to play Assassin's Creed, no like Bahala and the, and no. the, all the bells no. and whistles, right? No. <laughs> And yeah, uh, so PC happy. gaming is like, you know, more strategy based. You're dealing with stuff like Total War Saga Troy was shown. Well, not necessarily. Show. not necessarily.
1: Not yeah. necessarily, you know, cuz you know we have a couple of listeners who are all about PC gaming because of how how buttery smooth everything looks. So, but uh, but I have to agree with with what Kevin is. It's just like what are like what what games are going to be pushing the boundaries of 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 those cards because sure. because it can't be i mean can it really be something that's going to be played on next-gen consoles because aren't next-gen consoles always inferior to pcs anyway so it's like shouldn't i don't know just i i want i just want to see you know other stuff that might be you know cool yeah you know, that that people can look at and be like oh you know that that looks that looks super the i i i need to own that card because this is going to be super the and i want to i want to i, I want to look at that but i just don't think that we've seen it yet personally yeah, yeah
2: maybe i mean if you guys if anyone out there is listening games on pc On there, especially our listener Gerald Ocon, you know, let us know. Send us an email if you want to be on the show. You know, speak to us. Let us know. Convince us. (laughs) You know, so not about convincing.
1: I'm just like share your knowledge. You know, we are we are console gamers first and foremost. You know, and and I think that'd be really. You know, I think that'd be really a good another good question. You know, for for PC gamer out PC gamers out there, it's like. You know, look, what is it about PC gaming that is just that is just like is the bee's knees? Like like why do you prefer it over console gaming, you know? Yeah. So, you know, and is, is there more than just like buttery smooth graphics, you know?
0: <laughs> so, but yeah. Good deal. Okay. And 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 one more thing before we before we move on is like when PS Five and Series X come out, they're going to be more powerful than the the PC rig that I'm running right now. Um, there, but that that tech the PC hardware is going to catch up and surpass those those consoles on at quick order, quick order, you know. But at at what cost? And and what am I going to be playing? And what what's the, the what's the benefit the, what is what is you know what is the amount of money put in and the overall benefit when these bo- these boxes yes you pay for online i get that and 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 that maybe that is the maybe that is the issue that because pc is just the 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 wild wild west and you don't have to you don't really have to pay for anything if you when you really 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 boil it down to it um but i i'm i i i'm just not i'm just not seeing that game that says this is why you this is why you need to you need to do this i you know and i really want to i really want to see that game because again you know i like to have access to everything uh when it comes to this hobby but i'm just I, <laughs> this this show is <laughs> just, just like I'm just looking at thinking about this and seeing people that are already PC gamers saying this what why <laughs> that's it you know <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah you know so you know I don't know it's, it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting
2: yeah what you might want to do right now is uh, fire up your PC because they are running the uh uh PC's summer celebration on Steam on there and I know they have a bunch of demos that you could download on there and uh, be able to check out some upcoming games at least so so that might be something you could do. I know you're dying to check the Grounded demo but yeah, that's like stop it. <laughs> 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 they have a no- they have a number of different demos including Everspace 2 um Ah uh, Haven, which is the same from the same team that did uh, Fury, if you remember that game mm-hmm. on PS4. So I mean, there's a bunch of different demos available right now for a limited time. It's kind of like almost their E3 celebration on there, as far as having different things to play and so on and so forth. So it might be something I'm gonna check out, and I'll, we'll talk about next show to so see how my uh, investment of time to check out some of these demos uh, will kind of play out. So. But let's go ahead and cover, if you guys know nothing else to add, I want to kind of cover uh, the whole thing about Cyberpunk 2077. So uh, there's been a lot of back and forth about as far as, you know, with the whole announcement of Xbox's smart delivery, as far as if (laughs) uh, you were able to upgrade your copy uh, with other platforms. And so... Uh, CJ CD Project Red came out to confirm that um, that Cyberpunk 2077 will be backwards compatible with both next-gen consoles. So your PlayStation 4 copy of the game will be working on ps5 on launch day anyone who buys the game on xbox one will also be able to play their copy on the series x when the console launches as well Uh, they said that there's going to be some enhancements for playing the game on either the ps5 or the series x at launch but then they're going to push a later upgrade um, next year that will take full advantage of the hardware on there and it's going to be available for free on both platforms so so just good to hear they did push back the uh, release date of cyberpunk 2077 to november 19th on there so uh, that will be coming out for xbox one ps4 and pc on there i don't think there's going to be an actual ps5 disc version in a xbox series x version. Of course there wouldn't be a separate one because it has that smart delivery initiative. So it's probably just gonna say Series X right on the box on there for that. But uh and then the date for the stadia version has yet to be announced on there. Obviously it's also coming out for PC, so that might be one game to see bells and whistles if you're wanting to see bells and whistles as far as a particular game. But uh uh, I'm pretty, I mean, it's cool. I bought the um, Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One um, X, and so I'll be playing it on the Xbox, at least for me, and it's almost like, okay, um, I almost would prefer to play on PS5, but well, I'm just going to have to just kind of grin and bear it, because I'm not sure if I'm buying a Series X on launch or not. So You will. You think so? Yep. Mark my words, everybody.
1: Trader Joe will own one,
0: and he'll and be it'll like, trade it back for "No, it'll be like four it, months later. It'll be this weird
1: thing." I swear to God, he'll text us and be like, "I don't know what happened. I just woke up and it was in my house." <laughs>
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to be better, Desmond. Come on.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, you know, I, I That really might be
2: my lo- lowest common denominator. We'll see. So. Well,
1: no, I don't know. You know, you, you might find a way. You know, you might you might put put your old you know old old habits to good use and you know make something happen you know
2: i you know i'm thinking to myself i have two xbox one x's i mean if microsoft happens to run a nice trade-in promotion <laughs> my yeah. initial plan right now is to have a uh, my cyberpunk uh, xbox one x in the living room and the uh, other xbox one x is not tra- going to get traded in i am going to put it in my bedroom so that way i could take advantage of watching you know movies and you know doing that and other thing but you know if if i get a good good chunk of change and put it towards the series x and finding out what the series x price is uh, i could definitely just leave a series x in the living room and move the other xbox one x into the bedroom so we'll have to see once that comes out but uh you know, this just kind of circles back this news story uh, about as far as initiatives. I know a lot of people have been lauding the smart delivery initiative on the Xbox Series X, on here, but it's really going to depend on um, each game publisher as far as if they're going to support any sort of uh, you know cross compatibility with the next gen that's coming up on there. I, I love that EA has their uh, program too; they have their own wording for it. it's called dual entitlement it's what it's called so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and right now it's uh, uh, said to have work it's working with both the next version of madden and fifa on there uh, i know some fanboys or people have been getting all up in arms because i if you buy the ps4 physical version and you wind up buying the ps5 digital console there is no way for you to upgrade your version of madden or fifa so you know i don't see what the outrage is because i think you would well know which version of the console you're buying so guess what if you think you're going to pick up the digital ps5 console guess what pick up madden or fifa digitally that way you can take advantage of your dual Entitlement from Electronic Arts. People.
0: You um, I can't play my? I gotta buy the game again because I you got a new console. Again. Uh, oh man! Well, oh man.
2: Microsoft! Microsoft lets you upgrade back
0: and forth for free. So I'm not gonna so comment on that. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I I have a question. Sure. I have Madden. Twenty XX for Xbox One on disc. Okay, yes. I go and I buy the the rumored Series S all digital console. Yes. How in the hell am I going to play my hey, disc. physical disc, <laughs> where has game data on the disc? On that all digital console is that is that download going to move from my from my from my from my um from my account and just automatically just down is, are they just going to automatically assume that I'm not yep. borrowing the game I didn't rent yep. the game hey yep. there you go just go on ahead and play the, that is you know what this 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 gaming I know i seems like I've been on a rant this episode but i mean it is what it is this gaming community with every passing day is just revealing how some elements within it are just are 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 so dedicated to i I don't even know what it is. they don't
2: even care about the platform they just care about the war they like the war better yeah the game within the game
0: yeah, it's like uh, they're so dedicated to their to their team that they take ludicrous arguments like that. I bought the physical game, and they're mad because they're going to tell me I have to buy the game over again if I buy the digital console. Man, I mean, e- e- you oh, could. I, 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 saw, I saw a news art article about, about it. Yeah. <laughs> That is the dumbest argument, some of the dumbest arguments I have ever heard in my life. And and folks, I, I've said it, I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. You are your smart delivery. You are your best smart delivery. If you're buying console X and you want to play game Y on console X. Guess what? You buy the version of that game that is going to support Console X. If it's not out, then you don't buy it. And you wait. <laughs> that There's your smart delivery. We walk around with these devices called smartphones that literally hold the knowledge of of, of the known universe at your fingertips. You mean to tell me that you can't check to see if... Hey, does retail store whatever have the, the PlayStation five version of this game I want? Oh, uh, they don't have it. Okay, is there any is, is there a planned release? Nah, 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 nah. hey well, they're saying that they're working on a they're working on a patch that's gonna be, you know, PS five and, and that that it's gonna take advantage of the of the console. Okay, I'll just wait till then. It, it's, it's easy this this, this this stuff isn't hard
1: but that doesn't cause outrage kev <laughs> How dare you kev we need outrage uh, I, I mean yeah I guess <laughs> I don't know yeah. it all seems kind of weird to me too but
2: what well, are you gonna speaking, do? Speaking of EA uh, they did have their EA play. Alive 2020 just occurred this past Thursday on there. And one game of note is the upcoming Star Wars squadrons that will be coming out in October on October 2nd. It's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, there are single player campaigns uh, that will be able to be played from both the uh, Jedi and Empire Portions on there, so you get the chance to learn the ships on both sides with the single player campaigns. On there, it will also support VR on both PS4 and PC, and it will also provide cross play support for multiplayer between all the console versions and PC as well. On there, so a lot of people are excited for this, especially Star Wars fans out there. Uh, From the gameplay for this show, it looks like it's all uh, in cockpit view, but hopefully we'll get an idea whether they have a behind the camera view or not on there but uh it's gonna be retailing for a nice 39.99 so we'll have to see as far as because of that reason if they're trying to maybe push along a shorter single player campaign or get people to get involved with the multiplayer uh, on that they stated that there is going to be quote unquote no loot boxes they learned from uh battlefront 2 where they're not going to have any sort of controversy for any sort of cosmetics more than likely it'll probably be a battle pass just like every other game nowadays on there, which is not a quote unquote loot box, but obviously if you pay additional money, but I, that's just me talking. I'm not sure if it has a battle pass, (laughs) probably right. It'd be a smart, smart move from EA on here. And my, my take on this thing, it looks pretty cool. I like space combat games, on there like i've repeated before on the show i'm not a star wars buff i don't really you know i think if the game is cool enough and enough people play i will be more than willing to go in especially with a 40 dollars price point you know you know later on if i just sit and wait i'll probably be able to pick this up for 20 to 25 bucks on a black friday deal or something so less than that Um, yeah, who knows what you guys' take on this? I mean, I'm, it, it seems like it's cool. I don't know. Let us know, listeners, if you're planning on playing. But are you two going to be checking this out at uh, launch? Or? No. Okay. Um,
1: I'm usually cool about a price point like that because, hey, you know, price point—that's great. Uh, makes it it'll make it a lot easier for people to to uh, to get on with it to play it. But I don't know for a Star Wars game. I want content and I don't know if, I just don't know if it's going to be a lot of content in it or if it's going to be like a shell of a game and then they're going to use this battle pass or something or, or, or something more uh, to to add more stuff later, you know. To it's like it's like oh, you know, you gotta you pay forty dollars for the base game. Oh, but guess what? We're gonna give you a a, a new type of of uh, the fighters that were in episode one. Oh, you can play against those. Oh, you know that that's ten dollars. Oh, oh, we're gonna add up the 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 ones from you know uh, Force Awakenings. Oh, really cool. Oh, uh, another ten dollars. You know, so I I'm not really sure, you know, what they're gonna do. This is me just you know. You know, you know, just kind of pontificating about what possibly could happen. But uh, one thing is uh, I don't like um, in-cockpit ship battles, though I have to admit, if it's anything like the ones that were done in Battle Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, that was actually not that bad. You know, I actually, I actually was was kind of was kind of okay with 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 doing that, but I I just need a little bit more than just uh, starships flying around and and shooting other stuff. So I think there's a couple of people who will love this because I guess it harkens back to another type. I think I think you guys might know this, but I, I guess it harkens back to another kind of a uh, Star Wars uh, flight simulator. You know, pew, Tire pew fighter
0: versus X wing,
1: or something, yeah, like that. Th- those games. So I guess it's like in in those genres, and those, and I guess those genres or those games were, were were fairly well received. So so for me, it just seems like okay, you know, they're they're bringing up a newer version of, of of something that's already existing within their franchise. So there is already most likely a built-in fan base that will buy it, and and plus the people who will buy anything that's Star Wars because they're fanatics. So I think they stand to make to make a not a considerable amount of money, but but at least enough money to 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 justify uh, supporting it for a little while. So again, this game is not for me. Will I play it? Uh, I'll probably play it at Joe's house if he buys it and tries it. I might buy it if it's a PSN sale and I can get it for like half off for like $19, maybe $14.99. Uh, but that probably will not happen until they they release whatever new content is coming coming. But even then, you never know. Um, but right now, I'm probably gonna pass on this. Uh, Kev, what are your thoughts?
0: Um, I'm probably gonna pass too, but for slightly different reasons. Okay. I would prefer this be in third person yeah. or, or have a third person option, but based off the maneuvers that you're gonna be able to execute, I don't see how you'd be able to pull that off effectively in third person. Mm. You know, you gotta keep an eye on your shields. You can, you can, defle- you know, divert power from your forge deflector shields to your rear deflector shields and cutting engines and doing 180s and 360s and in space to to do these funky maneuvers to get, to get the jump on your uh, opponent. I just don't see how you could effectively do that and monitor those gauges from a third-person perspective. Uh, Flying through these narrow, you know, flying in between command ships and through asteroids and all that stuff the way they were doing, I I just don't see how you're going to be able to pull that off in third-person. So I think it's going to be locked into the cockpit view. That aside, the issue I have is that unless you're doing the 5v5 dogfighting the other modes seem like they require communication and anybody that knows me knows that I don't jump into games that require online games that require communications with randos I, I, I have a, an asshole free policy when it comes to my online gaming so the only way that I would be getting playing this game and getting the most out of it would be if I could find a group of folks who are going to be dedicated at some level to playing it, assuming that I play it and actually like what I played. So this is going to be one of those games that's going to be like, eh. If a group of folks that I know are playing it and I'll play, I, and I, I'll I'll buy it. I'll take a chance on a forty-dollar game. Uh, I'll try it. If I like it, then I'll play it with them but the moment that that group either stops playing it or gets distracted by something else i'm out because in order to play all those other modes you know you have to you have to be in in communication and when they're talking about you know before the mission you go you meet up in the hub and you know and discuss strategy I ain't doing that in a random lobby. <laughs> F that. No, I've I've had the I've had those experiences. Okay? Nah, especially especially now with, with with everything that's going on, nah, I I really don't I really don't care how you feel about insert ethnic ethnic minority whatever whatever person here. I'm just here to play a freaking game. I could give two shits about your political or your racial opinions. And I know that that I, you're just asking for that when you do stuff like when you do when you make games like this. And I get it. You know, there are some people that thrive in in that on that wild, wild West online gaming space. I don't because I'm just here to play a game. And it, you know, I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear about what you think of me cuz a i don't care and, and and b like i said i i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to play this game you know especially now man because i don't i don't if you notice the the uh uh the advertising for this game and how they're actively oh the most diverse line of characters that you've seen or or you know they're really playing into this in into this what a lot of people are going to say is going to be forced diversity so there are going to be people that are going to be jumping into this game just just to do their their GamerGate bullshit. i'm sorry i'm just at a point where i just see the worst in people now Mm And I just, I, you know, this is going to bring out all the idiots. And, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that people that actually buy this game to enjoy the game are able to do so in relative peace. But unless I'm going to be in a group of people that I know and be partied up with them and playing with with them, and on, on on a regular basis uh, I think this is going to be a hard pass too just because I, I just don't want to deal with the nozzles uh, they
2: did have a statement they did ask about the uh, first person versus third person gameplay on there and uh, creative director Ian Frazier stated that there will be no third person option in the game on there with the intent of avoiding quote unquote competitive advantages that would come with it On there, so that's what they say. Gameplay will be first-person only on there. They said that uh, you could enable third-person view in spectator mode, but otherwise, um, the game will not support a third-person camera view. So
0: yeah, I was hoping that this would be like a like a like a Rogue Squadron uh, revamp. even if it was even if it did have multiplayer multiplayer components to it i thought i would have thought that would have been cool but and i don't and again the 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 cockpit view is not is not necessarily a a deal breaker for me but the deal breaker it would have to be who am i playing with that's that's really what it boils down to
2: all right good deal all right, next news story on the docket
0: is a topic we have
2: talked quite a bit about on the show previously and has to do with PAX on there. So PAX West uh, was, for whatever reason, still a go until very recently, but they uh, have indeed canceled PAX West in Seattle. They have also um, scrapped PAX Australia as well on there so in their place there'll be a combined nine-day online event from september 20th to the um, september 12th excuse me to the 20th dub packs online that pledges to bring a virtual show for that retains everything fans have come to love about the convention including game reveals hands-on demos panels esports tournaments and the indie showcase on here so in, in a press release Uh, PAX co-founder Jerry Hawkins stated that PAX has always been a community first from the attendees, panelists, exhibitors to the incredible enforcers who keep PAX going all year. Uh, pax online brings that shared experience home along with game reveals exclusive hands-on experiences the a chance to hear from and speak to your favorite game developers and much much more On there, so um, the event is going to be a combined effort between organizers for pax west pax australia and egx and aims to bring 24 hours of content a day for all nine days on there so so, and it is going to be free to attend. You don't have to pay for a badge in a virtual ex- exhibition, thank God. So, and there's also going to be a PAX West and Australia merchandise exclusive that would have been, sh- uh, sh- you know, sold on each of the uh, prospective show floors on there. So, because they still need to s- sell their t shirts and odds and ends. So, you got to get that cash there. money. You know it. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, they'll have more details in the upcoming weeks. Panel submissions are open now until July 24th. So if you want to see a Gaming Vessels panel, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll apply. But uh, developers can also register for the Indie Showcase up to July 17th on there. So and we'll have to take a look at this. I'll be obviously keeping an eye on this i took some time off work to attend PAX west this year but uh instead i'll be doing it online so yeah so any any thoughts des i know we our plans went amok (laughs) yeah because we were going to go together at least try to go together
1: uh i really sad because i is really sad because no, Paul and our friend Randy was going to go, and it was going to be a really big kind of weekend because we love Seattle. Seattle's always been a lot of fun whenever we've gone there for Emerald City, um, and 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 the like. So, uh, really sad, but um, totally understandable. I think it was the the best thing to do in light of what's going on um, uh, around the global you know realms l- going on around the globe. So it just makes sense that they would do that. So I am totally you know for it now um doing it online i don't know what that's gonna bring or how it's gonna be i hope it's great i don't know um i do know that comic-con is doing their stuff online as well so i think people are looking to comic-con or going to be looking to comic-con to see how they do um Uh, Because I'm going to be participating in that as well. I don't know how because we're all in the dark. Like like this is all a gray area for everybody right now. So. Just the one thing that I can stress and hope is that uh, clearer heads prevail, meaning people, you know, won't get too angry if it's not what they expected and people will be open minded. I know I'm trying to see the good in people, Kev, <laughs> but I'm hopeful that people can look at it and be like, okay, you know, and get something from it. Um, I, I, part of me in the back of my mind, really far in the back of my mind, hopes that this is not, um, indicative of what is to come in the future and we actually can still have in-person type stuff which I think we will Um, so I do not hope that this becomes the norm and I'm really and I don't think that will be I think people like going to places and going on vacations and seeing stuff like that so and meeting together so I don't I think that's a very small of fear that I have, but um, I'm looking forward to see what happens. Is, is you know I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about it, and I actually was thinking about actually taking time off uh, during from work during Comic Con um, and taking time off during PAX because even though we're working from home, uh, you really should still take your time off from work. You know, if you can, um, that way. Um, and not do anything you know go out for a walk or or um do something you know uh and still honor your vacations so so i do hope that um something fun happens you know and it's not just all like well this is terrible but you know i i really (laughs) hope that people
2: will enjoy it oh i'm You know, for me, it's like it's almost a great thing because I'll be able to watch all the panels from home, you know, and, you know, a lot of time last year I was like scrambling to try to get to a line so I can attend a particular panel. And so, yeah, obviously the physicality won't be there, but, you know, if if they kick it off and you know do this thing right, I mean, I'm not sure if I'll be peeled 24 hours, 24 seven for the amount of time that they're going to be doing this. But at the same time, Uh, it'd be cool cool little celebration for the point in time on that, so...
1: Again, I'm just trying to look and see, you know, hey, you know, um, what's going on with it? Again, I'm... Um, yeah, and, and you're right. Getting to place A to place B can always be... can, can, can be kind of a bitch sometimes. Um, and, and you know, I know I wasn't the best person to travel with last time. I was, I was going through some issues, but, but we did... We, we, we got through it, you know, but... But again, I I am looking forward to seeing uh, whatever's going to happen because I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. So, uh, Kev, what about you? I'm oh, sorry, you're getting something? No. Oh, uh, Kev, what are, what are your thoughts? Are you going to tune in for PAX uh, because it's at home and and see what the the hubbub is about?
0: Yeah, I'll probably check it out. Um, I've never had an an over an overwhelming desire to go to PAX. Mm. Um but you know I'll 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 check out and see what I'll I'll see what it's have a chance to kind of see what it is all about without having to spend any money.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know cuz it's is that's the that's the that's the key word right there free. So, yay. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I almost wish Sony would do like a PSX again and try to do it online, but you know that'd be too much for me to ask for them to do, so. Why? Uh, they're probably busy with the PS five launch and everything, but uh, you know, that's one of the, one of the shows I wish they would have brought brought back on there, so Meh.
1: never know, they might. I yeah. doubt it, but you never know. Doubt it, yep. Well only because this is how they are, you know. They're I don't know. PlayStation likes to play their stuff close to their close to their belt sometimes. I think a little too close, but that's them, so For sure. Probably because they're scared right. of the flops though, so Flops. Sorry. Flops.
0: Be... T-flops. The world's most powerful console. All right. Enough. It's like, we could have like the He-Man theme song playing in the background. <laughs> T-flops. T-flops. <laughs> T-flops.
2: <laughs> there you go. I'll have, I'll have Aaron Greenberg come out to that. That
1: would be. You know what? That would be so cool I mean it'd be stupid as hell, but <laughs> i mean
2: D- uh, I, don't, I don't know why the xbox <laughs> marketing team has the uh the the savoir faire of a uh, used car salesman i swear to god so, yeah. and, and or you know just more fanboyish type of thing you see any peep out of the uh PS five like you know social team as far as their media team regarding anything about Xbox anything like you know so like you know PS five is gonna give it to you or some you know other you know flashy catchphrase it's like come on get get over this shit so but it's so much fun though like (laughs) I know it's so bad it's just that silly it's so (laughs) silly it's almost
0: unfair yeah it is really (laughs) I mean we'll see what they drop in July but man it is almost unfair at this point I mean I'm just saying just just, you know like I I said last week I want to buy your box y'all I do I I do do. I do Yeah, I do like Xbox I just don't
2: like Karen Greenberg so
0: (laughs) come on
1: Uncle Aaron knows what's up
2: (laughs) nope (laughs) nope (laughs) All right. All <laughs> What's, right. Next, well, next, Joe? What's next, What's next? <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot Four. It got leaked. It's about time. It's the subtitle. Not. It's about time as far as it leaking, but <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on the uh, Summer Games Fest from Jeff Keeley on June 22nd, which will be on Monday. So if you want to actually see the "quote unquote" true blue reveal, uh, go and tune in then on there. It got um leaked on the Taiwan Ratings Board website. So <laughs> and then from there um like the box art got uh shown and so it's a PS4 and then an Xbox One version game. Uh, the Xbox One version does have a Series X logo on it, and it also says playable on the Xbox Series X on the box, so on there. So, and um, it's going to be developed by Toys for Bob, which is the uh, developer that has worked with Activision. They've done the uh, Crash Reignited trilogy and also worked on the Crash Insane Trilogy so I mean obviously they have the wherewithal the kind of riff on that so Want we'll to see. It's going to be uh, announced on Monday. So if, if it's newsworthy enough to talk about next episode, we'll maybe talk about it then as well on there to take a look. But, uh, you know, any excitement you, you guys over the announcement of Crash Bandicoot 4?
1: So I know this is going to sound like sacrilege, but I have never played a Crash Bandicoot game.
2: Not sacrilege at all?
1: I've just <laughs> never played it. Not that, again! Not that I had anything against it, but like I said on a, on last episode, I I hitched my cart to Ratchet and Clank, and that was who I played. I didn't I didn't need to play anyone else. So, um, but yeah, if y'all gonna do it, have fun, you know, enjoy it. I, I don't think I'm gonna buy it. I don't know. Who knows? Shit, I don't know. But but at this point, I I have no like love. Yeah, or no. Fun in, uh... Well, I have no fond yeah. memories about it, so it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to me, you know. As gotcha. a, as a gamer, you know. And if you are a gamer who has, you know, just absolutely loved, loved it, then I'm like,
2: I'm happy for you, you know. No, Get check it. out the check out the Insane Trilogy if need be. That'll no, wait, I have it.
1: The... Yeah. No, I have I have it. Like we have it, yeah. the Insane Trilogy. We have it for. um Switch. Uh, uh, yeah, so we have it for, for the Yeah, we got it for Paul for his birthday. So we have it for the Switch, and and Paul's been playing it and he loves it. But for me, I just am just like, meh, you know. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Just. It, it doesn't. Um. Ring the bell, you know. Gotcha. So to speak. How
2: about you? How about you, Kev? Any any thoughts for Mister Crash Bandicoot? I'm going to have to
0: see some gameplay. Mm. Okay. So I'll just wait. Uh, I'll see what the yeah. game looks like. I hope it's not that running from the foreground from the background into the foreground. <laughs> it probably we, is. I it hope we is. moved past that. Uh, probably not. <laughs> if it is, it's going to have to really be impressive because that 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 is going to get old really quick. That was cool on the PlayStation One. Not so much in 2020. I
2: don't know if you even bought the trilogy to relive the classics or not. No,
0: no. I did buy. I did buy uh, Crash Team Racing because I, I. It's my opinion that it's the only kart racer that competes with Mario Kart. The only problem with Crash Team Racing is that the rubber banding that they have in the in the races against the AI is crazy. I mean, it, it's not an easy game. It is not an easy game. And, I mean, you're, you have to be on point, really on point, uh, to play Crash Team Racing, which I think kind of sucks a little bit of the fun out of that type of racing game. Um, um, but you don't to play still, multiplayer. Yeah, it, 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 it is a lot of fun, and it controls great. But you know that was the only that's the only time i've i just i wanted to jump back into a crash game was for ctr
2: yeah i own ctr too but i haven't really played it too much so but if you want to play it let me know maybe mm-hmm. we could get a game net going or something on it
0: so mm-hmm
2: all right, and then last but not least, my last news story kind of rounded off uh, a couple of weeks ago. Bungie kind of laid all their cards on the table talking about the uh, next expansion for Destiny 2 and kind of laid out as far as their three-year plan as well. So uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light it launches on September 22nd on there um they are bringing this out for uh, ps5 and xbox series x as well once those platforms come out uh it will feature a brand new zone uh, jupiter's moon europa which you might sing speak to you desmond because that's one of your character names that's like one of your main character names right
1: yes I i love europa it's a really great name
2: Gotcha. Sorry. Just, well, just love it. Well, uh, Jupiter's moon Europa, it's going to have an active pyramid ship down there. So, and, um, basically Europa is one of the first locations. Bundy, bungee envision. Bundy. Envisioned Bundy. On there. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. Bundy. Bundy. <laughs> it's like, Al Bundy,
1: Al Bundy. Bundy's coming to rep destiny. <laughs> there you go sorry everybody i didn't mean to say that, that would I'm be sorry. hilarious sorry i'm sorry everybody <laughs> <was> i apologize
2: <laughs> well the europa is the birthplace of the exo the robot race and destiny and the home of Aramis. uh they said that which uh, one is she, uh, jupiter is yeah jupiter oh europa, europa. europa yeah. okay
1: yeah haven't we been uh, there before though I thought we had uh, for I thought we had when when the um when the taken um uh, when the taken um hit we had to go to Europa for like a hot minute and then we were gone. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's what happened but
2: Yeah, so they have the leader of the XO, which is Aramis, and I guess uh, uh, she is out for revenge for the people who destroyed her home, and she is the expansion's antagonist, and you will have to confront her in some way and Beyond light on there, so.
1: I was hoping that uh, she'd be the, um, I hate to cut you off, but I was hoping that she would be the stranger. (laughs) from your first game everyone yeah. forgot about her huh it's gonna yeah. wrote it's gonna wrote her ass out be like oh yeah. stranger um we kind of forgot about her yeah <laughs> sorry that's okay know, okay. i'm saying that's what they're saying to us like sorry we forgot about her
2: <laughs> i guess they also revealed a, a new damage type called stasis i guess so So this is the first time a new damage type has been implemented since the original Destiny launch.
1: Ah, That's great.
2: And then they also revealed their uh, future expansions beyond beyond Light. They have also in planning for 2021, uh, the Witch Queen. And then in 2022, Lightfall on there. Um, And so... Basically, they're talking about the future of Destiny. So after the end of Lightfall, that will be the end of this new era of Destiny, quote unquote, on there. And they talked about that they're going to put some of the um, current areas of the game away. For next year's content so uh, basically you're not going to be able to go to certain uh, destinations that were uh, within the last few years of Destiny 2 on there Uh, but they will be bringing stuff back out uh, as needed uh, when they refresh those areas on there and uh, they'll be bringing back some content from Destiny 1 as well in these expansions on there I know they talked about bringing back the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1 along with uh, some of the strikes from uh, that obviously updated for Destiny 2 and um, we'll be revamping some of that content I I love the Cosmodrome from the original game so I mean if anything kind of brings me back (laughs) uh, to the next expansion it would be that in my opinion at least on there so if they bring back like you know some of our old haunts from destiny one i would you know if they bring back the uh god what's what's the name of the horde mode we like the prison of elders prison of elders yeah, prison of elders. What, yeah would that be something that you might want to dip in to check out possibly or you asking kev or me both of you guys no i i i,
1: I... We had a little conversation about this earlier before we started recording, and I think Destiny, great game, fantastic game, had a lot of fun with it. But I need Destiny Three now. Sorry, I I think they have missed a perfect opportunity to release Destiny Three on new consoles and really show, like, bring that OG back. You know, just you know, dusting off a, a small little area. Um, and then pulling stuff away to to force to force you know people to 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 forget about it and then bring it back is like hey look what we're bringing back hey you know remember this place hey you know no give me I I need I need new I need new is is, is all I have to say about that like you, I need new you need now some, need some new new I do you know and and this is nothing against you know folks who are loving Destiny right now but it's just I just need I just need more like I just it's time you know it, it's it's
2: time uh for for, I'm a, I'm for a, more stuff i'm gonna keep my ear to the ground and see how this goes i mean i have not had not even dipped into uh shadowkeep at all i bought the damn expansion i know kev you've dipped into it and you dipped right the f back out of it so
1: no, Kev got... waited for longer than we did. Like Kev was all about the opulence and everything. Kev yeah. Kev Kev stayed the course.
0: Like Kev was the know, man when it came to it. So opulence was trash. Well that's I... what's told me I need to get out. I the <laughs> the last thing I did in Destiny 2 was the uh the forges. Then when they switched to well, well correction the forges and then the the drifter the uh I forget what they call that that online competition thing where you have to it's kind of a mix of PvE and PvP. I did some of that. Those those missions weren't really all that great, but they were doable. Mm. Uh but the season of opulence was just lazy. It was lazy. Oh, we're gonna take you to this part of the the you know the whatever that planet devouring ship is and you kind of hang out in these small little arena style uh, uh, maps, I mean small and you're bombarded by OP enemies that Make you die repeatedly, and you know, you the idea is to get your objective done in, uh, in a certain amount of time in order to get the best rewards. And you go to the whoever the dude is with all the treasure chests, and you open it, and then the weapons are just literally reskinned versions of prior weapons stuff that you already got. No, nah. no. Nah. That said, no, I'm done, and I'm in 110% agreement with you, Des. It's time for Destiny Three. I, I want to see what this new, what what new ideas you have. Um, this sounds this this is, in my opinion, you're just milking the cow, and they're gonna milk this cow for two for 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 three more years, and then maybe. We're gonna get a Destiny, Destiny Three. I'm of I'm of the opinion after the, after this announcement that that Destiny is probably going to be. I don't think there's gonna. There may not be another numbered game after this, which is a shame. Oh, you because think so? I think whole new I IP the game. I think it'll be a whole new IP that they're gonna cook up, and, and that's all well and good. Uh. But there is so much that is being left on the table from Destiny Two that Destiny 2 still hasn't addressed fully. Mm. Why am I still having to get these dang cards to get to get the story, to get the, the get the bulk of the lore out? You know? And that like I said, you know, my opinions of season of opulence, that's all that's all, you know, opinion based, but And I'm not going to sit here and say that I have not enjoyed my time with Destiny 2. Of course I have. I put something like, you know, five, six hundred hours into the game. So I got my money's worth, but I'm done. There you go. Hit me when you get to three. Or this new IP. Yeah. So there you go, Joe. (laughs) All right. I'll be playing Outriders. I'll put it that way. There you go.
2: We haven't talked about it on the show, but I know the next um, Outriders video monthly video vignette's coming out pretty soon, probably next week. So uh, we failed to kind of talk about. It. I know Kev, you watch it, but me and Dez have not watched any of the Outriders stuff. So that's something that uh, we'll definitely be talking about in the future and it'll be a game that I'm interested in actually too. So, mm-hmm. so. But uh, that is the news for this episode, everyone. So.
0: Well, all right then, Joe. Thank you for delivering the news content to our listeners. Um, we've got a question of the week for our main event. Um, Dez, you wanted to? Did you want to bring this to our listeners for them so that they can contemplate this and uh, get hit, hit us up with some responses for our next week's show? Actually, I think Joe had one, didn't you, Joe? was Joe. No, I think Joe oh. had one. Well, I put it up for you to
2: deliver but I'll speak as oh, far as our no, question I want you for to next speak. week.
1: No, no, I'll I'll, right. I'll do I'll 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 hold the I'll hold the main event next week, but but this was you, you came up with this one. I want you to have the the honor of it.
2: Okay. So, question for next week and we'll talk about and riff about it uh for next week's main event, next episode's main event is after the PlayStation 5 reveal. What game, app, or OS feature do you want to see on the Xbox Series X on there? So you've seen what uh, PS5 has to offer. We haven't really seen everything that the PS5 is offering as far as OS and so on and so forth. But uh, now that you've s- seen the cards laid on the table, what, what do you want to see Microsoft come up with uh, coming up in July? You know, July is uh, only you know, 11 days away. So, I mean, we don't have a particular date yet for Microsoft's uh, first-party showcase, but what do you want to see on the Series X? What What would speak to you? So let us know. Uh, send us an uh, email at gamingvessels at com. You could also check us out on Twitter, at gamingvessels. And we'll read your response on next show. Uh, and, you know, we'll try to be kind of uh, as you know we'll be having our own opinion about this obviously you can see how we kind of feel about Microsoft in general <laughs> but I mean we still want to keep an open mind about the Series X so
0: indeed indeed um, a couple of ho- a couple of uh, housekeeping uh, notes uh, we are s- moving cha- switching our uh, p- podcast posting schedule from now from from now on we are going to be posting on Wednesdays by 4 p.m Pacific, Pacific Standard Time. that is our goal uh, which means we'll prob which we will be recording uh, re- actually recording the show on Mondays. So we' are recording on Monday, posting on Wednesday so folks if you if you are of have wanted to be a part of the show, and actually be on and have us interview you get your opinions of the state of gaming and gaming in general out to those who listen to our show uh mondays would be the time that you would monday evenings rather uh would be the time which which you would need to have free in order to be a part. Of the show, we have that. That is kind of our open door policy to our listeners. If they have opinions uh, about the state of gaming that they would like to get out, we want to have that. Use our platform to get their opinions out. Uh, You know, just just you know, it's good to get to to share your viewpoint, and that's one of the things that we want to do with our show. Game nights take place on thursday 9 p.m eastern standard time 6 p.m pacific standard time uh right now the the game du jour is probably going to be monster hunter but we own um, on ps4 but we own all the platforms we uh, only own all the games. So if you would like to join us on a game night on Thursday and uh, you have a, you prefer to play on a platform other than PlayStation or a game that's other than what we have mentioned on this episode or prior episodes, feel free to let us know. And you can contact us at gamingvessels@gmail.com. at gmail.com. As I mentioned, that's where you want to send your feedback. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to let us know what your game night preferences are, You're going to want to send an email to us at gamingvessels at gmail.com. Individually, we are on social media. I am at Twitter. I am at Shonuff71. That's S H O N U F F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. On Xbox Live, I am Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff seventy one, and of course we do have our podcast Twitter account at Gaming Vessels. So Des, where can where can the folks get a hold of you at?
1: All righty, you can find me on um, PSN and Xbox Live at uh, Nemo Ticker N E M O T G G R, Or you can find me on Twitter at. Um, uh the nemo 6 t-h-e n-e-m-o the number six um quick note if you're going to try to message us or be our friend on any of the gaming platforms uh when you send your friends friend request please say that you've heard us on gaming vessels uh there's a lot of bots running around we want to make sure you're a real person no offense to bots you know but they know why we don't want to talk to them so
2: uh, joe where can folks find you uh, they could find me on PSN on Steam and also on Nintendo Network under the username Kamunagara. That's K A M U K A M U N A G A R A. And then also I could be found on both Xbox Live and also on Uplay under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A-6995. And as far as on Twitter, I can be found uh, at Joe Fongul, J O E F O N G U L.
0: Well, all right. So, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in to Gaming Vessel Season Six, Episode Twenty, as we draw this to a close. But before we do. Um, I'm just gonna. I just want to give a real quick personal testimony here for those of you that, that if you've listened to the show, you know that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person of faith. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, my, for the past couple of months, uh, I have been looking at some health issues. My wife has been looking at some health issues, and all of, praise God, all of that has come to a very positive resolution. Uh, I'm not going to go into details about any of it because that's not the reason why I wanted to mention it. But I just want to say that I have my relationship with Christ just grew exponentially uh, going through this period. And I just want to, I just, you know, I have no shame that I am a follower of Christ and I give him all the glory. And even if things did not work out the way that we had prayed and hoped, he has told uh, he has told us that he will walk with us through any struggle because he's experienced everything that the human experience, the good the bad and the horrible has to offer and he redeemed it all with his blood and you know I'm just gonna say uh, for those of you who may be listening who are maybe in a uh, spiritual turmoil of some sort uh, give Jesus a try because, he ain't he ain't failed nobody who's been honest with him yet. And I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at I'm just gonna leave it at that. I give all glory and honor and praise to him uh as he walked with us through this through the through these uh uh potential health concerns. So uh again, folks, thank you for listening. Uh we will be back next week with episode 21. And again. Peace out, y'all. Love you. Discord, yo. Discord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Discord. Uh, we're pushing our content, a lot of our content to Discord. Um, I think that's, we're trying to build that community. So if you can, if you know, if you feel so inclined, uh, wherever you download this podcast, check out our Discord community. Um, we are in the process of. I'm I'm trying to fill out some stuff and and trying to trying to to build uh, a conversation uh, thread, but we need people to actually interact with. <laughs> and uh, so this is a shameless plug. Join our Discord, Gaming Vessels. There's no, there's no prerequisite. There's no uh, 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 check-in. There's no none of that. There's no. You don't you don't have to know the uh, Illuminati handshake to join it or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just uh, click the link and you're in. And uh, I know I'm going to be pushing more and more of the stuff that I would normally say for Twitter onto our Discord. Uh, Side because we just want to we just want to drive that community uh, help build or try and build a community there. Um, so definitely check us out on our Discord servers. And with that, we are going to bring season six, episode twenty, to a close. And we will check you out next week. Peace.